0: Welcome to the Smart Industry Podcast, Remaking Industry, where we dive deep into the tools, techniques, and technologies that are accelerating digital transformation. All right. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. My name is Chris McNamara, Editor-in-Chief with Smart Industry. Today, we are talking about moving beyond mere artificial intelligence. We're looking at deep machine learning and how that's powering um, truly Intelligent Systems. Joining us today is Divya Prakash. He is Director, Business Consulting for Industry 4.0 at SICK Sensor Intelligence. Divya, hello,
1: how are you? Good, how are you doing, Chris? Glad I, to join you today.
0: Yeah, thank you for joining us. I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, artificial intelligence, obviously, is um, a hot topic. It has been for a long time now. It continues to evolve, like a lot of these tools and techniques that are central to all things Industry 4.0. So it's always good to to get updates about that from people who are leading the charge there. Um, let's um, before we get into the uh, meat of the presentation here, let's uh, get to know you a little bit. What is a hobby uh, that is a passion of yours outside of work, Divya? What do you uh, What do you do in your free time?
1: Yeah, well, most of my time is uh, it's music and reading. But there's there's one hobby that I pursued a lot was uh, I like flying but I don't have or never got an opportunity to get my drive, uh, flying licenses. So I am a virtual fly. You know, I fly flight simulators. That's pretty much what I do in my spare time.
0: Very cool. Kind of touches on artificial intelligence a little bit, maybe. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's artificially flying it, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. Well, let's talk that. Um, let's talk um, artificial intelligence tools and techniques. Um, are, are they changing? As their, as their use becomes more widespread, more common, and more mature. How, how, how are those tools and techniques evolving?
1: Well, artificial intelligence is a way to describe any system that can perform similar tasks that previously required human intelligence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so that, that is at a, at a high level what artificial intelligence really is broadly defined. Almost all AI systems today are created with machine learning, you know, which uh, uses large amounts of data to create and validate decision logics. Uh, This is called a model. I mean, pretty much when you do AI, you need model. Mm -hmm. The AI system feeds input data into that model, and then the model outputs human-like predictions or classifications. Of course, nobody can replicate a human brain, but we try to get as close to as possible. Essentially, machine learning is the underlying technology that powers intelligent systems. Now your question about tools and techniques artificial intelligent tools and techniques are rapidly changing to be implemented across a wide range of applications you know we have l- it has been applied across multiple industries so learnings from applications in other industries are also now being applied within the industrial sector as well you know machine learning has been around for decades but it has been dependent on vast amounts of quality data and required significant effort and uh, specialized skills to train the models. Yeah. So that's why it was not widely you know, ex- uh, adopted in the, in the industry. Uh-huh. But with the new tools that have entered the marketplace, making the application of ML, machine learning, much easier, they can filter, these tools can filter through a large amounts of good and bad data points and improve the quality of the data collected. It is essential because really to build the model, you need good quality data, right? So likewise, the inclusion of cloud-based tools leveraging data lakes are becoming increasingly popular. They offer more flexibility and agility, which enables companies to manage data types, you know, all kinds of data types, structured or unstructured, from a yeah. wide variety of sources. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, it's interesting. As, as Obviously, as things become easier to use, they become more mainstream, they become more widely adopted, and then that fuels even further... Exploration and and new iterations of their applications—interesting stuff. Um, So it's becoming more mainstream. How is that altering um, industrial strategies? Um, You know, what is that empowering decision makers to do better, or easier, or faster, or smarter?
1: Yeah, good question. I mean, machine learning can be used for more than AI. You know, a lot of people think it's just AI, but right now, most of the machine learnings is AI-related because as technology is evolving. So it is being applied across the whole supply chain to bring about greater efficiency through sophisticated demand planning and forecasting models. So you see apply, and that is being used today, especially today with the supply chain uh, issues that we are seeing in the industry. Right. It is, it is helping businesses make more informed and faster decisions enabled by data and advanced smarter analytics. So you're not just going by gut feel. Now you have data that you can apply and model it and then you can take decisions based on Right. So machine learning is also being used to analyze and enrich a range of existing products and processes. It's not just on the application side. It's even for product development, process improvements, improving overall product quality and enhancing features and functionality based on deeper experiences of customer. I mean, it's, it has a wide-ranging applications. Yeah. So it is becoming more common to see these approaches woven into large strategies, larger strategies as companies, uh, you know, strive to stay competitive, driving efficiency, and lowering the cost of manufacturing. You'll see this adoption.
0: Yeah, what What are some of the, like, give me an example of a of a, a, a very common um, process optimization courtesy of machine learning. What What is something that you uh, most often see as kind of a, a quick win or low-hanging fruit? Well, uh, improved. Yeah. Uh, you know, improved efficiency, less downtime, greater forecasting, predictive, prescriptive capabilities, what?
1: Yeah, I mean, good, good. I mean, with, with this fourth industry of revolution, Industry 4.0, as we, as we, we call it, yeah. you know, we are witnessing the trend of migrating into the cloud infrastructure, a number of solutions that have been proven themselves successful in the early application. The stuff we did on the plant floor, on the shop floor, and using systems, now we're seeing a lot of gradual migration of those using uh, the newer fourth industry of technological changes that are coming in and moving into the cloud. This allows for additional computational resources as well as scalability. You know, so leveraging edge solutions, collecting data, digitization, digitizing the data to provide cloud connectivity and advanced analysis are some solutions we increasingly encounter, and that is what we are actively promoting as well as one of the solutions moving forward. These are complemented using smart sensors, and that's where our sixth sensor intelligence comes in. You know, these smart sensors go beyond just sensing. They provide a plethora of, you know, contextual information. What is being made? What SKU are you making? What product you're making? Yeah. Uh, what shift it is? When? What time of the day? Uh, what? And then all the other stuff and the diagnostics that are coming. So making it a lot much better, uh, moving forward.
0: Interesting. Yeah. My next question for you was, what what's a um, an emerging tool that most excites you? I think we just touched on it there with some of these super smart sensors that are enabling this. Um, you know qu- quicker insights and more accurate insights, anything else uh, in terms of the tools at play in this capacity
1: yeah I mean there's, there are a number of new tools and they're all exciting good a lot of advancements going on in this, and we have our r& D department has been very busy advancing our sensors and adding a lot more new tools to uh, get a better visualization of what's going on. Uh-huh. So there are a no- number of new tools on various platforms that have me excited. but. More- The most important thing that, personally for me, is deep learning. You know, it's a class of machine learning algorithm that is essentially a neural network with three or more layers. You know, these neural networks attempt to simulate the behavior of the human brain as closely as possible. As I said earlier, you can never really duplicate human brain. It's really, very complicated, enabling them to learn from large amounts of data. You know, so we utilize this principle in our product. Uh, We have an algorithm called SICK D-Studio which provides users with all the tools needed to train their models. You know, the best part is no additional hardware or software is required. You know, it's, it's browser-based. You can do it in the cloud. Our yeah. optimized neural networks allow for quicker success with training, even for users without profound machine learning expertise. The models then run on our sick devices, our cameras, and all the other uh, different plethora of uh, devices that we have uh, without the need for neural ne- network. Access so you don't even have to be connected to a cloud or to anything. Once it is the model has been built, it yeah. has been downloaded into the sensors. Now they make the decisions much faster, speedier because it's happening right as close to the process as possible and much more reliable.
0: Excellent. Debbie, how long have you been consulting clients?
1: Oh, it's been more than I've been in the industry for over 30 years, consulting for almost. Twenty-five, thirty years. Okay. Twenty-five years.
0: Ago. How? So you're a good person to talk to. How is how is consulting changing? It's specifically about you know, uh, in, uh, consulting clients about digitally transforming their industrial operations. I assume it's you have to be less of an educator these days as opposed to ten years ago. People better understand these concepts and these approaches and these tools. Um, so how is consulting businesses changing? What does consultation entail in the modern era, um, you know, going through the life cycle of products? And, you know, what do you see in terms of the near future uh, of, you know, kind of leading clients down this road?
1: Yes. I mean, I mentioned earlier Industry 4.0, the fourth industrial revolution, you know. Yeah. So I've seen that in my, in my <laughs> lifetime. So earlier we, we were concentrating in the third industrial revolution was a lot about automation, right? We yeah. spent a lot of time automation. So most of the consulting was how do I automate? How do I run it consistently the same way every time? So the automation was the big focus. Then we moved into digitalization where we made everything data digitally available for us. Right. And now we are now what we are seeing is what we are going through is called digital transformation. Now we have all this digital data. How do I take this digital data? add some kind of, you know, raw data, there's no shortage of now, everything, every sensor, everything provides you raw data. So how do I take that raw data, put some contextual information on top of it and make it uh, actionable data? Yeah. So this is, this is what we refer to as digital transformation. And you'll see that it's happening all around us, right? It's happening in everything all, all across in our life as well. The way we watch movies, the way we listen to music, everything has been digitally transformed. Right. Industry, industry is no different. So digital transformation is it's what is happening in the industry sector as well. And what we have realized in our experience, in my experience as moving forward, it's not a straightforward path. You know, digit, when, you start, when you decide on it, you get on it, it's a journey. Digital transformation is a journey that requires more than just great technology. You know, it also means ensuring that the organization is aligned to the right business goals. You know, you don't want to do automation or digital transformation just because that's the latest buzzword. You want to right. do it to solve right. some of your business business goals that you have. So identifying and reaching those those uh, business goals sometimes necessitates broad changes in the processes, management, and culture of a company. You know, so there's so digital transformation requires requires all three of those process, management, and cultural changes. Yeah. So in a successful digital transformation journey which is what we help as we consult organizations leverage consultants both and internal resources to create cross functional teams that are built to address specific business problems and you'll keep hearing me you know i'm stressing on business problems because really you, you want to do something to solve what, you, what your operational challenges of course are, right yeah. so so this requires including both technical and domain experts from these within these teams you know a lot of the domain ex- technical expertise the companies may not have, so definitely consultants, as a consulting, we bring the technical expertise, but there's a lot of domain expertise within the operational staff that exists, and we involve them in the teams as well. So with, so while the technical experts will take on the brunt of the model creation, you know most companies do not have all the expertise in-house and will continue to leverage consultants. Yeah. So they need, so they need the field knowledge of the domain experts to define the precise business challenges, and identify the data that's most important to finding a solution, and that realizes the truly intelligent system. So it's a, so when we do the consulting, we really consult, we are not an outsider who just comes in and tells you how to do things. It is a collaborative effort. It's a journey where it involves, because nobody knows the plant better than their own staff, the operating staff. So collaborate with them, understand the business challenge, understand what the KPIs are, and then work together to come up with a solution. And then we guide them with the, on the technology side as well, and and also our experience, and domain expertise, after having implemented solutions across multiple industries and multiple plat- platforms, to guide them into on this journey.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, this is successful projects I hear it's it's that it's not doing digital for the sake of doing digital, but doing it aligned very closely with the larger business goals to to achieve outcomes that are that are. Um, you know, capable in the modern era. You know, you talked about how each journey is unique and each company is unique, obviously, but are there trends across industries, kind of larger verticals that inform some of these approaches? You know, uh, do process industries kind of have their own similar challenges and opportunities as opposed to discrete industries or, you know, utilities, things like that? Or is it truly each case is completely unique?
1: Well, I mean, you know, if you look at it, the, the, the methodology of consulting is, is similar across all the most of the applications in or industries that we work with. Right. The, it, it is the process of identifying what the business challenges are, prioritizing the challenges based on the impacts on business and then setting a roadmap to go forward, you know, to implement solutions to live it. Yeah. Now, the tenants are the same across all industries, but the types of challenges are different. You know, so if you go into a retail industry, it will be different. If you go into, a, you know, a batch manufacturing, it will be different. If you go into, a, you know, automotive, it will be a little different. So the challenges are maybe different, but the process, the methodology of as we go forward implementing it, uh, is is very much the same. The one mistake most of the organizations often make when they start on this digital transformation journey is deploying a technical team in the silo. You know, a lot of times people lead with technology. Uh-huh. And that is something that I have seen is, you know, technology is, is a way to solve, but it's not this, the ultimate solution. The solution is to find out, you know, what is your business challenge that you're trying to solve, solve the real business problem, right? So with no specific business problem to solve, you know, it depends. It, it really becomes very difficult for executives to find it in, you know, to demonstrate the value of a digital transformation to the business executive counterparts. So, you know, so it is always important. And we get stuck in this, what we call proof of concept. You know, everybody starts on a proof of concept way and Mm -hmm. nothing goes forward because you did a technical proof of concept to show technically, yeah, you can do it, but you did not show a business value of why you did it so that you can now replicate it or expand it. Because you see a business value by solving this pollution. So, that is something that we are, you know. Interesting. I'm seeing a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: that makes sense. Um, Last question for you. Let's talk robots. Um, How do robots, cobots come into play in these discussions? And, you know, what's your personal take? Are you encouraged by the rate of adoption, or did you think we'd be further along with robot adoption in this space? How do those come into play
1: here? Robots have been a part of our industry for many, many years, uh, but, and robots will continue and they play a very critical path because they perform repetitive tasks, especially in areas where human safety is at risk. Uh-huh. You know, we are seeing now robots, and especially with some of our six sensors, we have given vision to the robots so now robots can see now, they yeah. can act, you know? So uh, yeah, I mean, and plus they're good workers. They are very accurate. <laughs> you know? They are really accurate, they reduce the amount of time we needed to do some work, and they really don't have much wasted. I mean, they use things very efficiently. So, I mean, robots will keep playing. They have been in the industry. Uh, but what we see now is, as I mentioned earlier, robots with vision. So now they can see, they can pick things up, they can do stuff. Uh, and the best part that I'm seeing now is now the robots are no longer stationary. They used to be stationary you know, just in one spot. Now now you're looking at autonomous mobile robots, mo- robots that are moving around, picking things up, dropping it a different place. Uh, so I see robots playing a lot more role in, in the, especially in the digital transformation moving forward, you know, where they can work a lot of stuff autonomously with very little human intervention, but doing it safely. Yeah. And especially in that current trend that is in the market space, or you know, current labor shortage that we are seeing, you'll see a lot more of robots being adopted, or even cobots, you know, as as you mentioned earlier, uh, working along with the operators to help them do the work much more efficiently. And yeah, yeah. yeah. So I definitely, robots are a very critical part of uh, uh, a digital journey as we're moving forward.
0: Yeah, it's very exciting. And when you see the ease of uh, of use of robots, uh, you know, that's that's fueling a lot of the adoption too. They're they're so much simpler now to to program and to shift from one task to another and things like that. It's really mind blowing.
1: Yeah, you bring up a good point. I mean, I totally didn't mention that earlier too. Yeah. So it's not just the physical ability of the robots, but even the way we can program them, the way we can, it's always getting easier and much, you know, much more efficient to to do that. So yeah, they will be a very integral part moving forward. Interesting. It's exciting to think about. Divya
0: Prakash with SICK Sensor Intelligence. Thank you for joining us today on the Remaking Industry podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Yeah.
0: And to our listeners, as always, we encourage you to go out and make it a smart day.